At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now... Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring. Let us do your exploring. At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasting because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. Thanks for sticking with us through a a week off. Fact of the matter is, and I'll just tell you, I got sick babies. I got sick babies at the house. I was home all last week with the twins. I've got two twin girls. They're almost nine months now, and uh, they had hoof and mouth disease. Not really, but that's what I kept calling it. It was hand, foot, and mouth, which is something that toddlers get a lot. Yeah, hoof, beak, and uh, claw disease. Yeah, exactly. That's that's pretty much it, the little monsters. But uh, So anyway, we were sidetracked with that. Appreciate you sticking with us, though. Lots of great feedback during the week, including, especially on the last episode, about Word Rango. You, though, Josh, mentioned to me the other night, we, you've got a correction. Yeah, we've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> it won't be our last, and it's definitely not our first. Not even close to being our first. <laughs> but while I am going to stick with Ryan being my favorite of the host, he is not the main host. That would be Mike. Mike Suzik, who yes. uh, we appreciate. Mike, Bob, uh, I don't know that Ryan necessarily uh, tweeted about it this week, but but Bob and Mike both not only listened to the review, they posted about it on social media. I appreciate that. Yeah, right um, on. Thank you guys for checking it out. We enjoyed your show, and we hope that you continue to enjoy ours. This week, the subject of this show is going to be ESPN Fantasy Focus Football. You are a company man, sir. This is... <laughs> this is uh, this is not the only fantasy focus that exists. So you, you we don't want to throw you off. There are two shows that both use that name. Uh, they are both podcasts. One of them is specifically a baseball show, and the same guys used to host that one. Although now I think that's actually been spun off. Right? There are different hosts now for the baseball podcast. Did I make that up? I want to say that Matthew and Nate discussed it recently. 
that um, they used to be on it and they're not on it anymore. I think I want to say that I heard. Well, that. there Maybe is a there is a uh, fantasy baseball show that follows theirs, and sometimes that host will drop in the last. 10, 15 minutes of the show. Oh, all right. Well, maybe that's what I... Anyway, it, your hosts for this show are Nate Ravitz and Matthew Barry, uh, otherwise known as the real TMR or the... What, is, what does TMR even stand for? It's like the Mr. Roto or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was... And what that comes from is way back in the, in the you know, the pre-history uh, of fantasy sports, Matthew Barry was there. I mean, this is really all the guy's done his entire career. And even before he was... A professional at it is written about and talked about fantasy sports. That's what he does. Yeah, even before he started working for ESPN. Nate Ravitz is kind of the straight man in this one, and Matthew Barry plays the the loosey goosey. You know Matthew probably, even if you don't know uh, uh, Nate. You see him on TV a lot. He's a recognizable guy. You can't leave out the other two. I'm. You're right. I'm sorry. There's of course the uh, the producer of the show who is often also a member of the team, Jay Soderberg, uh, also known as Pod Vader, and their occasional co-host Stefania Bell, Ding! who's all about not the Stefania Bell. She's Ding! on every day. That's right. But uh, occasionally Stefania Bell is on the show uh, to specifically talk about injuries and how that relates to fantasy sports. Right. Here's the interesting thing about this show. Once upon a time, it was like a 30 minute podcast. I'm pretty sure. When I started listening to the show. It was one of the first shows that I got into after I got my iPhone and I really got to listen to podcasts on a regular basis. I believe it was somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes, almost every episode. Occasionally they'd go up to an hour if it, if it was like a, a special episode or they had like a whole week of worth of games to maybe on Friday they were an hour. It's an hour every episode now. And during football season, they go five days a week. It's a lot of podcast. Yeah, yeah, it is. You really pushed to do this show a month ago. Yeah, I, well, I, I thought we'd get out ahead of the – and here's the other thing. I'm in a long-term – first of all, let's, I guess we should address where you and I stand with fantasy football, period, because some people are listening to the show and they're like, I don't have anything to do with fantasy. This isn't going to relate to me. I think you might be surprised. I like fantasy football and play, but I play less and I like it less now than I have in the past. I, you Being a, a father of young children kind of takes away a lot of that time. What about you, Josh? Where do you stand on fantasy football? I started playing fantasy football in 99. Last season, I quit. I'm done. I'm I'm just – I don't have the time. You didn't even play a single team last year? I, I did. You... I did. I played – last year was the last year I played. I'm not playing anymore. I'm not playing this year. Oh, you even let go of your long-term – Done. The, the same league I've been in since 99. Uh, I won it last year. I'm leaving on top. Uh, well, I guess that's one way to go out. Uh, I I have never won my long-term league. I've got a, a keeper league. Uh, that means that you keep players from one season to another. And I've been playing in that one since, I don't know, like 01 or 2001, 2002. Uh, it's lasted through you know two marriages now, and, and I, I can't get rid of it. I, I thought about it a couple of seasons ago, but there's no way I'm, I'm going to get out of it. Those are guys that I want to maintain contact with. And this is really the only way that I do it every year. So that's where we stand with fantasy football. Now... Let's talk about this show specifically. Here on Pod on Pod, we like to review a different podcast for you every week, trying to bring you your next favorite show. And the way that we do that is we break it down with the following criteria. We talk about audio quality, host likability, production values, content, 
and then we give it an overall rating. The way we rate shows here on uh, Pod on Pod is with two earbuds. We can even give it zero, one, or two earbuds, maybe even a half earbud. But you've laid the smack down. No more quarter earbuds. That's a, yeah, that's a half measure. That's a pansy yeah. measure. All right. Uh, so here, let's start breaking down ESPN's Fantasy Focus Football Edition with Nate Ravitz, Matthew Berry, Pod Vader, the producer, and uh, Stefania Bell occasionally. First of all, let's talk about audio quality. ESPN is behind this thing. Yes. They're one of the biggest content producers in the world. They're owned by Disney, one of the largest media corporations in the world. And they spend quite a lot of money on podcasts. Podcasting is a big deal for them. They've been out in front of this thing for a long time. And they have an in-house producer making notes and producing the show while they're recording. Jay Soderberg, his full-time job is producing podcasts. There you go. That's what he does for a living. And I'm sure he's paid fairly well for that, too. I'm sure he's not. This The audio is not great on this podcast. Now, the mics are all fine. I mean, they have professional mics. They're in a real studio. But they put it out at a low bit rate, I think, is one of the issues. And so, like, it's muddied. It's also over-compressed, I feel like. And then the other thing is, and this is what you're going to bang on, I'm sure, and it goes, it bleeds from audio quality over into production values, but they use a lot of sound effects and sounders, and, and the producer is busy with his soundboard all the time during the show. And a lot of times the levels on that aren't great either. Like they'll ride over the host or you can't hear the sound effect because he had it too low or whatever. I, I really don't understand the inconsistency and the lack of like precision. Well, well number one – they're not consistent every week with having all the hosts there. Well, I think that comes with when you do five shows a week and they're all an hour long. Right, you got other stuff to do. Right, and number and number two, sometimes when they are there, it's by phone, or so they're not always in the studio, and that has to be hard to to get the levels right through the phone and to um, cut out all the pops and things like that. Absolutely. I mean, I, I work in radio myself, and we do sports shows. We do a lot of them with one host. Uh, on remote location or whatever, and it, yeah, it's it's a constant struggle to try to get the audio right. You'd like to think, though, w- with Disney and uh, and the the biggest checkbook in the world probably behind them, that that wouldn't be an issue. I've heard other podcasts that sound great every week. Okay, do you think? Do you think the the fantasy focus? Yes, fantasy football focus. Fantasy focus. Anyone, anyone in Disney, anyone. Knows about that podcast? Sure, lots of people nah. in Disney. The Disney corporate? I'm nah, sure. Lots of them really? listen. They, they nah. dog food. That whole company dog foods. How much, money, how much money is that podcast bringing into Disney? If you answered oh, zero, you're probably yeah. correct. Yeah, it's bringing in absolutely zero. So no one cares. <laughs> no, that's about fending off. That's about not allowing another content producer to have a foothold. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly what this show is about. All right, so let's move on then to host likability. You, you've got. Let's talk first of all about the three main guys, and we'll save Stefania for last. Nate Ravitz, Matthew Berry, and then Pod Vader. Nate Ravitz first okay. up on his high horse. What do you think about old Nate? Did it, does the theme song say Nate is on? Up on his high horse. For Nate, yeah, I think not that's Matthew one other thing. No, it's it's Nate that rides his high horse. Matthew Barry's never going to hustle. Well, he's also the weasel. Who's the weasel? <laughs> Nate uh, Nate Ravitz because is also the weasel. Because I feel like they change theme songs every season. Yeah, well, I think it gets tweaked from time to time. Right. Yeah, right. it has. But no, you're right. Nate Ravitz is a weasel, but Nate Ravitz also rides his high horse. Uh, and then uh, he's also the Sene kid. He's the comedy goalie. Here's, uh, yeah, is, well, here's the. Here, and. and Nate's my favorite. Well, first of all, Nate's the host. 
I mean, this is a show, even when, even when he's not there, it's obvious that Matthew is filling in for, for the lead anchor. Like Nate is the guy that brings the segments in. He kind of drives the progress of the show and he wraps up segments when it's time to move on to the next thing. Matthew comes in as more, I guess he's like the color commentator almost, you know? So, so John Madden. Yeah, a little All bit. Right. And what that, to me, that inherently allows for the more likable character to come in the support role. It's hard to be super likable and to stand out when you're also expected to carry things. Yeah, but I st- he's Nate still, I still like Nate the most. He's the one I gravitate toward. I think that has more to do with you than, could be, <laughs> than could the be. way the podcast goes. Uh, I like Nate just fine. Uh, Matthew picks on him a lot. Occasionally, I disagree greatly with his opinion. Sometimes I think sometimes Matthew Barry comes off as a jerk. Oh, often he does, and he tries to cover it by like, ha ha. Yeah, joke. like but he's so charming, a, right? It's not a joke. He's an egotistical jerk. Yeah, he, yeah. You, he's a lovable egotistical jerk, perhaps, but he's definitely an egotistical. He's jerk. like if the Cubs were also jerks. <laughs> so let's move to Matthew Berry. Then here's here's the problem with me trying to rate or evaluate or review Matthew Berry. He sounds, I mean literally, his voice sounds exactly like my buddy that I play fantasy football with, the guy that got me into it in the first place. This guy's name's Cliff. He's a guy I know through uh, the theater world. He also is a fan of SEC football and college football and the professional, uh, the NFL, and he loved fantasy sports. He was already into it way before me. He suggested, hey, let's set up this league, and we've been playing in this league now for more than 10 years. I don't get to talk to him as much as I'd like. He's a good friend, but we both got busy lives. We can't hang out. Every time I listen to this podcast, I feel like my buddy Cliff is hanging out talking to me about fantasy sports. And for that, I love Matthew Berry. It even it helps that my buddy Cliff is also a little bit of an egotistical jerk. So they fit right in. The attitudes are even the same. Sounds like I don't want to hang out with Cliff. <laughs> I think that's not true at all. I think you love Cliff. <laughs> I've met I've met him. I've but met here's him. here's the thing about Matthew though. Like you yes, he does come off as an egotistical jerk, but some of that I think some of that is played for the entertainment factor of the show. Oh, like yeah, it's more have, fun have, to have those You have the straight man. Yes. Uh you have the funny man. Uh, and and then let's move on into the whipping boy. Yes, which is Pod Vader, Jay Soderberg, uh, the uh, laziest producer in podcasts. Uh, I think is the way that that Matthew and Nate would like to pawn him off as. Often, he is doing other things than paying attention to the podcast he's producing. Yeah, and it's a running gag. Like they yeah. call for a sound effect, and he's nowhere near the sound effect. And then three minutes after they're railing on him, he finally comes on mic, and he's like, yeah, I, I put that one in the wrong box. I, yeah. We're not going to have that one today, guys. Move on. And you're like, all right, what do they pay you for back there? <laughs> right, now, I will say this again, coming from the professional radio world, it, and I'm sure this is the case for him, too. He wears a lot of hats. There's a million different podcasts that he is responsible for at different levels. Not all of them, I think, does, is he live in the studio for. But I think he's kind of a, a supervisor over the whole podcasting empire, I think, maybe. And as part of that, I'm sure, even while he's recording these guys and even while he's pressing their sound he's effects and running their else. levels, yeah, he's setting up interviews. He's answering emails. He may be editing other podcasts while he's recording theirs. And I know for someone that doesn't live in the audio world, that sounds insane. It's not that crazy, but it means that you have screw-ups like that. I kind of wish, though, that they would edit them out. I don't understand why No, you can't put it, an intern it, no, and cut a few it, of those no, things. No, you leave it in. 
Why? What do you mean? Why? We don't. We wouldn't leave those kinds of things in on this show. Because it's the one part of the show that feels real to you. It's the part of the show that doesn't feel like the like the overproduced television uh, sports center. This is this is real, and it's what brings that in and, and makes it tangible for the average Joe. All right. Well, since we were talking about Pod Vader and Jay Soderbergh there, the producer himself, let's move over to production values. This is the part of the show that you hate the most, I'm sure. They got a great theme song. We're fine with yeah. the theme song. Yeah. I like the ESPN announcer, the big manly, you know, it's fantasy focus on it's the NFL, blah, blah, all that stuff. That's great. But they, it's too much. They ride that line, man. The line of, of morning zoo FM radio? Oh, yeah. And I feel like, I feel like Matthew Barry is the one that pushes for it. And I think that's where some inconsistencies come from because Nate doesn't seem to care whether it happens or not. And Pod Vader obviously has his hands full. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's natural, though, that Matt would push it in that direction. Uh, if, you, if you listen to the show very often, he's going to mention Howard Stern. He goes on Howard Stern pretty regularly as a guest. He's a big fan. He's been a fan since before Matthew was famous in his own right or had any, any platform or notoriety at all. And I, I think that you can hear that occasionally. He's in his own little way, in his own little niche. He's trying to emulate his hero and do the thing on radio that he wanted to do from the very beginning. Occasionally, I think they go too far. Generally, though, I like it. And I think those elements, when they're in the right proportion, can make the show listenable even for – they've got that that spouse factor that we've talked about before. The idea of somebody coming in and not really caring about this show, not really caring about the content, but not minding listening to it for 45 minutes. Well, I think whenever – I think a good spouse factor is, is just having a female co-host every once in a while, having Stefania Bell over there, someone they can relate to. Uh, good point. We, we we skipped past her in the host likability uh, section. Stefania Bell is the one female with a regular appearance on the show. First of all, her injury information is great, I think, and is often like, you don't agree? To me, I think like Stefania's injury information is what I generally get the most actual like education from the podcast how, over the course of the regular is, season. From my experience with it. It is always incredibly super positive. <laughs> no, I don't think it's all. Here's what she tries to do. Like, she doesn't try to be a Debbie Downer. That's true. But I think she what she do, what she does is she brings to light. Uh, hey, this guy has an ankle thing that's been hindering him and they're saying the right things. But you should know about this if you're an owner of him in one of your leagues or well, just the other day, for instance, she said something about. She was talking about a player in recovery, and I knew that he was in recovery. I knew that he had been injured. I didn't understand the nature of the injury. I'd heard it like mentioned what it was that had happened to him, but I didn't know what that meant. And she broke it down, what that does to the muscle and what the rehab is like and, and the general process. So now i got an idea in my head and, of and how that guy's going to respond. Here's, and here's how you have to um, – that's a perfect example of – uh, the title of the show, Being Slightly Misleading. Uh, why is that? Uh, well, as we get into content here, it's not always – it's not driven really by fantasy numbers or things like that. Like often it is they'll talk about an injury and then that will spark the fantasy content of the show. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, and I – because I think there's – Like as a fantasy owner, I don't care what the injury is. I don't care what causes the injury. 
how many weeks is this cat going to be out? When do you expect him back? Who can I handcuff him with? Is this an injury that I need to handcuff in my draft? That's what I want to know. And eventually they get there, but that other stuff I don't need to know as a fantasy football player, which is great because I don't play fantasy football anymore. So as an NFL fan, I enjoy it. You like that part of it. See, I I've, I did want that stuff, and I do want that stuff as a fantasy football owner. Like I, I feel like the broader knowledge, and I don't watch as much ESPN as I used to. I mostly get my information now from the couple of podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis, a couple of sports podcasts. This, the BS Report, and maybe occasionally the Colin Cowherd podcast. I love all of that extraneous stuff because I feel like it makes me a smarter sports fan. And I don't know about you, but I think a lot of people, I know that that I, one of the reasons why I enjoy watching sports is because I do feel like I feel like I'm I'm becoming smarter about this particular topic. And it's something that's graspable and enjoyable, but at the same time, I am actually increasing my knowledge. I don't feel like it's wasted time like a lot of television watching is. I think a lot of sports fans are like that. I think that's why ESPN is so successful. They feed you what feels like lots of information. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> da, 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 da. That was the wrong sounder. Ding! <laughs> We got them all in there. All right, so here's here's my thing. Now that we have moved on to content, absolutely. This is my podcast, Zombie. Everybody, everybody is getting pretty thorough fantasy advice these days. If you play fantasy football, there are enough outlets that are putting out blog posts every day. There's a million people to follow on Twitter and Facebook that talk exclusively about this. There's Yahoo puts out a tremendous amount of video content every week. ESPN does too. Everybody now has all of the basic fantasy info that's available to you week to week. I enjoy the strategy that they talk about, particularly when it comes to – because right now they're talking about drafting. Right. Which is why we're putting the show out now because a lot of people are drafting their teams. They do an excellent job of this is why I would take a flyer on a guy, right, who may be out six to eight weeks. Like I would – if you draft Miles Austin, who's injury prone, you get the first five weeks out of him. He's gone and you can – bring this guy in to replace him who's coming off a suspension that most people aren't even drafting. And they give you, um, if you want to know who those people are, listen to the show, they'll tell you. Once upon a time, you could just listen to this show and it would just about win you your average fantasy league because your average guy that was playing fantasy football didn't know what he was doing and he wasn't able to keep up with it week to week. So if you listen to the show and just picked up the keepers that they suggested, just picked up, hey, this is the guy on the waiver wire to watch. This is the guy that's when this guy gets injured, you need to pick up that guy, et cetera, et cetera. You were way ahead of the curve. That's not so much the case now, but of all, and I've listened to a bunch of different fantasy shows over the years trying to get that edge and maintain that edge in the most entertain, in the most enjoyable way. This is it to me. I If you are looking for fantasy football information, maybe you don't listen every day all week, but this is the show to me that's digestible enough and entertaining enough to be worth your time. Yeah, this is not going to be the fantasy football encyclopedia every week. They're no. not going to cover everything, um, but they will give you uh, some great tips. They'll give you you know something that, that could definitely win you. Your league. I agree. And it, it hasn't won me my league yet, but I'm hopeful in the next couple of years. Uh, before we wrap things up and give this a rating, we like to do some fun stuff uh, like give the show alternate names. I would call this Some of the Hosts Will Be There. <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking along the, the same lines. 
how about Matthew Berry's book tour infomercial? That doesn't bother me so much. I don't. It doesn't bother me that much either because I, I keep thinking to myself, if I were to get a copy of his book, I'd probably enjoy it. He's a good writer. I like his his columns on ESPN. But they do talk an awful lot about where he's signing books and how he was just signing books and how his book was about to come out and oh his book just came out and oh it's in paperback now and hey did you know it's on audiobook too it's in the iTunes store now all those uh, sorts of things you could call it the circle of Maurice <laughs> circle of Maurice yeah yeah how's that well there's a couple of episodes like uh, Maurice Jones Drew comes on and uh, and Matthew Barry says how. Uh, He's in the Maurice circle. He can say Maurice. He doesn't have to say MJD. <laughs> oh, I got you. He knows him. He's in, he's on. He's uh, he's in the Maurice circle. And he, yeah, and he'll name drop that every once in a while during an episode. That it could be uh, an hour of name dropping. You could call it that too. Matthew Barry is nothing if not a name dropper. <laughs> it should be. We, I guess we should so, mention. So with all the sounders and everything that they do through the show with Fantasy Zombie and The Curse and Stefania Bell and Company Man and all those little things uh, that they do every show. He literally lobbied to uh, to get in a, a sound effect for whenever he dropped a name. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have to. I mean, they do it so often; it would have to be something short, like a bell. They right. They said they did it once, and it was like a drop of water. They did it one episode, but they did it. They had to do it like like a hundred times in the hour. Right. So they stopped doing it altogether. So let's move on. Wrap this thing up uh, for ESPN Fantasy Focus Football. What are you going to give it as far as your rating? We can rate it from one to two earbuds. Josh, what about you? I'm a little torn, mm-hmm. okay, because I don't play fantasy football anymore. So that information is generally not relevant to me. If I am playing, it's extremely relevant. So to me, the rating really comes in the uh, the in-between times like the the other content that's not exactly focused on fantasy and that content i enjoy so i'm gonna give it a a a one i'm gonna give it a one i'm gonna give it a 1.5 it's got it does have spousability factor honey bun uh kelly my wife has listened to this show before it's one of the ones that she doesn't hate for me to listen to uh, while she's around or, or doing something else. So uh, that, combined with the fact that there is a ton of information all poured into your earlobes at once, uh, and then the fact that the guys are pretty entertaining and enjoyable. I like these guys, all of them, and I like the the lady too. Stefania Bell is a, a nice addition when she's on the show as well. So for me, this is a one-and-a-half earbud show. So that's Pod on Pod on ESPN Fantasy Focus Football. You can find them, of course, in Pod Center on ESPN.com. You can find us at PodOnPod.com. And by the way, Josh, this is something that we haven't suggested before, but I, I thought about it. If you go to PodOnPod.com, click on uh, any of the posts, and maybe you listen through a podcatcher or a Stitcher or on iTunes or in the podcast app on your phone or something, however you listen to the show, if you check us out on uh, the website, PodOnPod.com, click the individual episode that you want to talk about, We've got comment section. You feel free to talk back to the show there if you've got a correction or you just want to give your opinion on a podcast. If you ended up really enjoying what we said about a show and went on to find your next favorite show, we'd love to hear that too. Um, so feedback, and uh, you might find yourself on the next episode of Pod on Pod. Dun on on dun on on. Next week on Pod on Pod, what are we going to be talking about, Josh? We're going to be talking about stuff you should know. 
That's right, from HowStuffWorks.com. This week, we talked about uh, Nate and Matt. Next week, we're going to be visiting Josh and Charles. Some good folks, Chuck. man. That's right, Chuck and uh, Josh. Uh, it's a, a great pair of folks, and they're going to tell you a lot of great info. You thought you got some education shoved in your ear this week about football. These guys tell you about everything. Come back every week to PodOnPod.com for a review of a new podcast. Until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And we're exiting the 06010. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is the network. People have always told me I can be a bit wary of modern things. Very true. So when Jane suggested selling the house with purple bricks, I weren't happy. No, you weren't. You see, I don't like technology. I don't like the internet. I don't like moving house. I don't like their adverts. I don't I don't like purple. Luckily, I don't listen to him. And our estate agent, Emma, were perfect. She gave us her actual mobile number. She was always available. Fine. They were great. Still don't like purple. Purple bricks. You'll be totally sold. Fixed fee payable on instruction or after 10 months. Viewing services cost extra. See website for more details. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.